Welcome to The Conscious Matchmaker. I'm your host, Sophie Singer, founder of Sophie Love, alongside Elizabeth Foster, lead executive matchmaker and conscious dating coach. Whether you're single or looking to enhance your relationship journey, let us support you in creating meaningful connections. Get ready for heart-to-heart conversations, expert insights, and a dose of compassionate wisdom. This is The Conscious Matchmaker. Let the journey to love begin. Welcome back. We are here recording episode two of The Conscious Matchmaker. I am here again with my lead executive, Conscious Matchmaker, Elizabeth Foster. Hi, Liz. Hi. Happy to be here. (laughs) So today, um, we're going to start talking about something that is a part of the work I do. It's a part of how I exist in the world. It's a practice called authentic relating. And I, I have this vision of, of introducing this to our huge audience. (laughs) There's that little part of me that is like, who's listening to this? (laughs) Um, And so today, what I'd like to do is just introduce this practice really briefly and give a quick explanation of what it is. And just, just tell there are five practices, kind of five pillars. And today we'll talk about the first one as well. So that's my plan. Authentic relating is a practice that came into my world a couple of years ago as I embarked on my own extremely transformative uh, journey, emotional healing journey. And it's a beautiful practice. And, you know, to me, it's been such a compliment to the other work that I um, and am engrossed in, which is internal family systems and parts work. To me, they're really, they're like peanut butter and chocolate or like PB&J. Yeah. Just don't, right? They bounce off each other. Yeah. You do some in one area and you get a little bit more in the other. Yeah. They really help. Yeah. Yeah. And internal family systems often feels like it feels like authentic relating with yourself. So you're authentically connecting and relating with all parts of you. So I love it. And so first I want to just introduce like, what is authentic relating? And so a lot of this is coming from, I'm going to pull this from Ryle Castano's book. Uh, He is one of the coaches on my team. He's my co-creator for, closer events, which are our authentic dating matchmaking events. He uh, wrote the book on authentic relating and is co-founder of the largest authentic relating training company in the world, Um, truly embodies this practice. And I met him taking his authentic dating course just from my own kind of experience and knowledge. And that's where all the light bulbs went off like, whoa, this is not only amazing for every relationship I have, but this is truly like the antidote 
like the, I feel, call it like the healing salve for the dating mm. space. That's how it felt for me, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what is authentic relating? It's a, it's a practice. It's a set of principles. It's designed to cultivate really deep, trusting, empowering, and nourishing connections and relationships with everyone in your life. Everyone from literally from your family, your siblings, your parents, your friends, a new person, a date, a, a partner, a spouse, your children, all the way to a person that you're just, that's like at the cash checkout stand, you know, a person that you're sitting next to on a flight. So it really just really goes across the board. And so authentic, what is authentic? Authentic is being real and relating is being in connection with another. And you can be authentic, but not be in connection, right? And yep. you can also be in connection with someone and not be authentic. And mm -hmm. so the beautiful part about authentic relating is that you have both. And really at its core, it is about making the implicit explicit. It's about revealing what is hidden, mm -hmm. what is real, and really bringing the unconscious to consciousness, right? Um, it's not about bringing anything new necessarily to the space or the connection between two people. It's, it's really about shining the light on what's already there. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. what I love about it in the dating space, especially because that's what's usually untapped yeah. when people are going on dates, right? Mm -hmm. That's like, that's what people are really craving and in connection on, a, especially on a first or second, you know, those early stages of dating when you're just starting to learn about a person. It's like, mm -hmm. I don't need to know all of your stats. The stats are great, but I want to hear about who you are as a person, you know, and get to some of those deeper levels with them and really understand what their experience is like. So yeah, I think authentic relating is such a um, incredible tool to really get deeper with your dates, with your people, mm -hmm. whoever that is, not just in the dating sphere too, of course. Yeah. And what's interesting is, you know, you have this goal going on a date, like, oh, I need to get to know this person. Um, and getting to know them often in our minds, how we've been programmed is getting to know where they've been and where they're going. Like, okay. what have they done in their life? Where have they traveled? Where have they studied? What have they done? What are, mm -hmm. you know, all the things, right? And wh yeah. what do they want? Of course, those things are really important. Like, are your life goals and values aligned and all of those yeah. things? But getting to know a person, what I've learned is understanding how they experience life, mm -hmm. how they experience you, how yeah. they experience this moment in conversation with you, mm -hmm. right? Once you get into that level, that's where you're really getting to know who they are. It's amazing and it's always new. That's mm -hmm. the cool part. Uh, it's like the antidote to dating boredom, right? Yeah. There's like, 
that that this moment, is, this moment between you two has never happened before. Yeah. I feel like this is the tool that takes a first date from being an interview to an actually connecting, nourishing experience where you do really get to know somebody, you know, without all the, you know, like you said, where have you been in life? Where are you going? Like, those are important things to know. But also it can make a dating experience feel like, let me make sure you check my boxes, you know? Yeah. And it takes people, uh, I think the other beautiful thing is it takes people out of an evaluative mindset into an experiential mindset or experiential uh, body space, right? Mm -hmm. It's an embodied practice. You are it. And initially, as you start learning it, it's a little weird. Like you actually have to consciously try to do this. It mm-hmm. feels uncomfortable. It's edgy. It feels awkward. But every time I, this is what happened to me. Every time I did this, ask these types of questions, set this context, practice this, it just became easier and easier and more and more liberating. It is actually so liberating. Mm-hmm. Like it's freedom from having to manage all this stuff and withhold. So we spend so much energy, right? Withholding. Mm, Yeah. Keeping up the glossy exterior of what we want people to see and rather than actually being our authentic, true selves in the moment, even if it isn't glossy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like really hard to be the ambassador, the first Mm. date ambassador of yourself. (laughs) Um, it's tiring. It's um, and it's it can be become deflating because there's no connection happening. Yeah. So anyway, there. So I'm going to move on and just I'm going to name. There's five practices of authentic relating, um, and I'm going to name them all. And today we're going to talk about the first one in a little more detail. Authentic relating has five practices. The first one is welcome everything. The second one is assume nothing. The third one is reveal your experience. The fourth one is own your experience. Mm -hmm. And the last one is honor self and other. And so we'll dive into all the juices of all of them, but let's start with welcome everything. So when we are able to slow down and welcome ourselves and our experience we can learn to welcome others as they are without fixing them, changing them, judging them, pushing them away, guarding against them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So all those things, imagine how often all those things happen on a date. The thing that I took away right, the, one of the first big things that jumped out at me when I learned this was what we don't welcome within ourselves we will likely not welcome in another. Hmm. The practice is to welcome whatever arises in your awareness, your perception, the negative feelings. You welcome what is, the the fears, the angers, the the sadness, the the judgments, Mm -hmm. all the things that start happening as you just interact with anyone, right? In any situation, slowing down, noticing and welcoming because Mm -hmm. likely what you are 
triggered by, off-put by, from another person is likely what you are not welcoming within yourself. And so I have experienced this personally. I've experienced welcoming parts of me that I didn't even realize were happening Mm -hmm. and noticed immediately how it brought more openness and connection and compassion to every single relationship I had and meeting new people. I'm like, oh gosh, I feel effortlessly more connected to them because of what I've welcomed within myself. And so the outcome of this practice is that we are humanized. We're made whole. Mm -hmm. So I'll just say, and then Liz, I want to hear your kind of, your hot take on welcome everything. But for me, when it comes to dating, like I said, you know, I, I encounter so many men and women who are like, I just keep going on these dates and I just, I'm not, I don't like, like, I'm not attracted to them. I don't like them. This about them that, you know, there's always a reason I'm not that interested in speaking to them again. I don't, I'm not connecting like mm-hmm. these, these, these are not my people. Yeah. yeah. You know, I haven't found my person. Um, mm-hmm. my person is, I haven't found the right person yet. And I'm like, oh gosh, I think you've probably swiped past and gone on a date with many versions of a right person for you. But mm-hmm. we just, we don't welcome so much in others because we haven't stopped to, to like welcome more within ourselves. And to me, this is like an initial step of like opening up, like literally you want to like more people, mm-hmm. like more about yourself. <laughs> genuinely like, like welcome Mm -hmm. it. And you're not going to have to try. It will happen because it's on a subconscious level. Um, Again, you bring it to consciousness and it's amazing. And um, so, yeah, I get really excited about welcome everything. (laughs) Liz, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's not an easy practice to do either. I mean, (laughs) first of all, welcoming everything in ourselves, like as you mentioned, slowing down is the first thing to do, you know, because how often are we in situations where we immediately make an assumption or judgment about somebody and we assume that that thought is the right thought, that that is actually true and real. And Mm -hmm. so just taking a moment to slow down and notice, oh, I am judging this person for what they just said or where they've been or what school they went to or things like that, you know, Um, and just noticing in ourselves like, okay, I am judging this person right now. And that's okay. It's okay. Everybody does that. But noticing that you're doing it and noticing that you know, you're kind of taking yourself out of the moment of connection with that person by judging Mm -hmm. what's, what you think, Mm -hmm. what your perception and, and um, expectation of that person is, takes you out of connection. And so I feel like when we sit there, you know, and, and allow ourselves to really welcome, again, our own, our own experience in this, but also whatever the person in front of us is bringing to the table, and then reflecting back in ourselves what is it that we are experiencing when they say this and how does that make us Mm -hmm. feel and you know I think that's where a lot of the connection really happens even 
you know, when we will get to this in the later portions of talking about authentic relating, but being able to speak to what we're noticing and welcoming that and welcoming Mm. the conversation around speaking to that, because that is like, you know, that's the level three there, right? Getting to what is actually happening in this present moment with us. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's taking, that's taking a first date, a second date to such a deeper level that mm-hmm. you will know, you know, much more about that person. You'll know so much more about yourself. And, you know, as you mentioned, like it's uncomfortable, it's awkward, especially when we first start doing it, it feels a little mm-hmm. bit contrived even. Um, mm, but when you yeah. get the hang, when you really get the hang of it, like you start to notice, oh, actually I don't care as much about that. Like that doesn't mean as much to me, or I actually really do care about this thing, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm noticing that I need to find more people like this, or I want to, you know, I'm curious about how this person shows up in this way. So, so what pops up for me when you're talking about judging, right? Like you notice yourself judging. I also hear a lot. I'll, I'll hear clients give me, you know, their feedback on a date, their experience. Like, I just felt like I was being judged. Right. And that's often like, oh, he was judging me. I felt like this person's so judgmental. And, you know, that's often just a per- a really great signal to ourselves of like, oh, shoot, who's actually judging right now? And, and really this, like, we have parts of us that judge others mm-hmm. and they have very specific goals and roles for us. They mean the best for us. And so but we don't welcome that because no one likes to be judged. And so we don't usually welcome the parts of us that judge others. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, even if, so like being aware of my own judgmental parts and being in connection with them and welcoming them helps me when I'm talking to another person and I notice that they might be, or I might be feeling judged I'm like, A, this could just be how I, my reaction to this. B, even if they are judging, God, I also have that. Like, I have that part. And so now I don't dislike that part in them. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm welcoming of it in them as I am within myself, right? Yeah. Well, and I think too, what you're speaking to in this, you know, in the, in the, as we're diving more into this, this is where, you know, internal family systems really intertwines with authentic relating too, because it is Mm -hmm. noticing what parts are being triggered within ourselves and being curious about them, which is, you know, IFS 101, right? Like being curious about what our Mm -hmm. judgmental part is trying to tell us or trying to protect us from, you know, and really getting curious Mm -hmm. about, and again, welcoming whatever that judgmental part is trying to tell you, you know, Um, not necessarily Mm -hmm. on a date in that moment, perhaps, but just being curious again about like, you know, what, what it is that's coming up for us and our own experience in that too. And maybe it does happen on a date. (laughs) Well, what I, and this is why I think that this work and this ties into like what we're doing, right? What is conscious matchmaking? What is conscious dating? This, this is conscious dating because here we are, you know, our clients are single. We're, they're, they're coming to us 
we're doing the legwork, the introductions, we're vetting people, we're, we're, we're scouring, we're doing their online dating for them. We're doing all the things, right? Mm -hmm. And so here we are, we're taking kind of the legwork and the grunt work off their plates. Um, and then allowing them to show up kind of more fresh than they would have had they been sitting and swiping all day and chatting because that's really just taxing. Um, but then on top of it, here's this opportunity, right? Like here are the opportunity, here's the intersection of matchmaking and dating and healing and growth, right? Mm -hmm. Like here we are every date, every interaction, how you feel after, how you feel when you start to date someone when you're waiting for them to text you and ask you out or how does it feel when they don't or yeah. maybe they're already asked you out and then you're like oh my god I haven't heard from them in like four days and what does that mean for me and how am I going to reveal that or bring that into this this is it like these are such like they're just such golden opportunities for growth and healing and consciousness. Yeah. And that's why I really love what we're doing, to be honest. Um, yeah. It really is that intersection. And so I love welcome everything. Um, and I welcomed that I was, again, a little nervous to record our episode. And hopefully our listeners are welcoming the nervousness within them as well when they go into situations like this. It also gives so much permission, right, mm -hmm. um, to yourself yeah. and to others. Well, and I wanted to say, too, this is not just a dating exercise, right? No. This is Gosh. not even just a relation. This is you can use these practices in every aspect of life, but also as you get deeper into relationship with somebody, you know, mm. once you've gotten past those initial dating stages and you're in, you know, committed relationship with someone, these are incredibly useful tools for maintaining deep connection and um, you know, really, really being present to what the experience is with any person. So yeah, I mean, I think welcoming everything is, is a foundational tool for just being able to be present to your experience in life and any interaction that you're having. And, you know, I, obviously part of that is sharing, you know, part of authentic relating is the relating and sharing that. But mm -hmm. I think getting to know what your experience is in myriad of situations and getting to know yourself in that way and really welcoming. And as you mentioned at the top, like welcoming everything in yourself and really loving what shows up in you and being curious about mm. it, you know, and, and allowing yourself to, whether you judge that part or not, just noticing that that's there and again, mm. welcoming it, allowing it to be and, and being curious about it. So, yeah. Yeah. I love when Ryle says during his uh, connect to self, welcome everything, welcome, not wanting to well, if there's a part yes. that just doesn't want to welcome, welcome the resistance to welcome. Yes. That's welcome <laughs> as well. We welcome mm -hmm. everything. You yes. know, I use it. I'm just saying like, this has been a game changer in my relationship with my husband. I mean, mm. geez. I mean, it's completely changed the way we exist with each other. We relate to each other. It's changed our relationship at a core level. It's blossomed. It's just, it's, like I said, it's like freedom. It's literally yeah. like a release from the shackles that we build for ourselves internally. Mm. It's it's so beautiful. Well, and you two have been together for like, 
you know, was 10 or 13 years recently that you had your anniversary? Well, and 13, 13 years together. Yeah. 12 years married in November. Yeah. Yep. And so learning yeah. these practices at any stage of relationship, you know, like the ways that you can dive deeper with, you know, somebody that you're committed to life with, like, incredible. Oh yeah. I, I will share this. Okay. Oftentimes when Michael and I are talking, He'll say, oh, yeah, remember before when I used to be in my parts and blame you for everything? Like, literally. I love that. Up until two years ago, he was, I mean, we weren't like an unhappy couple or anything. We were just kind of like coasting Mm -hmm. and fine. Fine. We were like, fine, right? Not, and, and it was like, I mean, he just says it now. He's like, Every time I was upset or angry or tr- it was like, it was you, it was your fault. And now mm-hmm. it's just a completely, like we own, own your experience. Like we own our experience yeah. and it's like, we love each other so much more now. It's yeah. like, oh, cool. I don't have to blame my partner for every mm-hmm. single thing I feel. Um, and you realize like all the crap you are annoyed with in them is like mm-hmm. usually the stuff you haven't even, you just can't stand about yourself. So I'm going to say that I'm extremely happy that we got to share our our first practice of authentic relating yeah. today. And as we kind of, as we close out, I'll say that for sure, episode three is going to be about practice number two, which is assume nothing, one of my mm-hmm. favorites especially in the dating space, Mm. how assumptions just really uh, do a number. But we love them because they're get us through life. So anyway, I can't wait Mm -hmm. to dive into that. Thanks for thanks for another beautiful conversation, Liz. Yes. I love that we're diving into this and I think it's incredibly helpful. And yeah, can't wait to do more. Exciting. Okay, everyone. We'll we'll see you next time. See you later. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Conscious Matchmaker. We hope you enjoyed diving into the world of conscious dating and relationship skills with me, Sophie Singer, and Elizabeth Foster. If you're on a journey to find love or strengthen your connections, remember to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode filled with heart-to-heart conversations and expert insights. Connect with us on Instagram at matchmakersophie for daily inspiration and updates. Visit our website at www.sophie.love for exclusive content and check out our blog for even more wisdom on the art of conscious dating and connection. Dating and relationships are a vehicle to your healing and growth. Remember, love is a journey and we're here to support you every step of the way. Subscribe, follow us, and let's continue on this path together. Until next time, this is The Conscious Matchmaker, sending love your way 